Hello and welcome to the Mercenaries Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Halloween special of the Mercenaries Podcast. <laughs> Bit of a random oh, intro. Are we done? Yeah. Welcome to the Mercenaries Podcast, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on, come on. Guys. So, yeah, yeah, this is the podcast. Yeah, 31st, Evil story well, time. no, 29th. But, yeah. Let's uh, evil kick story. things off. Let's oh, it's evil story time. Kick things off with a badoom and uh, finish with a bang. Yeah, you know what? what I heard a firework on yeah, my paper round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you will do. Yeah, get prepared. It's in the middle. Yeah, there's a lot of fireworks. It was in the middle of the day. Uh, there was one. There was one at like like one in the morning, like a few days ago, like in, yeah, like, like half in one in the morning. There's just like a ton of fireworks going off. It's really annoying though. Yeah, get prepared for another three months of it. Yeah. It goes all the way up until the end of January, these fireworks. Just people who don't know when the day is in January. Dean, at least, at least your neighbours aren't always throwing parties and setting off fireworks and like having yeah, that's in my house. music at midnight. It's not, I'm not in bed at midnight. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not in bed at midnight, but to be fair, it's pretty annoying. You know, when we're sat there tanning Halo Wars at one in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> all I can hear is like Pitbull, Naya, Neo. Tonight, I want all the to tonight. <laughs> this is, this is Pitbull, Naya, <laughs> <This> Neo. <song. laughs> yeah, well, my, my, I know this is a Halloween special, so I thought I'd sing, you know, because my, my singing is pretty <laughs> terrifying. So, yeah. Okay, even, even, um, scary story time, people. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll kick the uh, scary stories off. One store is an ugly <laughs> clown. <laughs> He was so ugly that everybody died. The end. <laughs> it's the ugly barnacle, not the Oh my god, I'm gonna have nightmares! Oh, well you ruined it for yourself then, didn't you? It doesn't matter whether it was a barnacle or a clam. Or a okay? shellfish. The point is, is the individual involved died, okay? And this is a true story. Yeah. And it was all about Amanda Todd. Dean, have you got any... <laughs> Now that that is a that is a that is a scary story. Okay, there was once a girl that nobody nobody knew nobody knew of, and she was bullied, so she drank bleach. Halo bleach. <laughs> and thanks to a large public effort, um, everybody now knows. Everybody now knows. Even though she's she dead, so it doesn't matter yeah. anymore. Everybody was too late to save her. It's a bit like Romeo and Juliet, except there's no Romeo involved. <laughs> this girl's just a loner. <laughs> the only Romeo is the bleach. Well, no, she she <laughs> just the bleach. Herself, she got into a bottle she of bleach. Killed herself bleach Montague. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, let's stop. Let's stop ripping yeah. the dead. And Amanda Capulet. <laughs> let's stop. We don't even know. We're being a little bit intensive here, so we'll move on. Um, there once was a man from Nantucket. Um, there once was a man from Brazil. By a train. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> How is this even scary? He was hit by a train. Fraser, Fraser, you've not heard, you've not heard it. <laughs> Fraser, there was nobody driving the train. <laughs> yeah, but trains practically drive themselves anyway. Right, get Nathan to tell his story, his story about Slender. Oh, Nathan, what's your story about Slender? Oh yeah, there was once this guy who dressed up as a Slender. The end. Was that Cameron? 
Wait, God's sake, how are you alive? I was going to say, a team. Oh, oh, Dean! Now that is a scary story. Oh my god, now that's scary. Wait, that Dean? Right, for the viewers, explain to the viewers. Well, no, the listeners, Ray. It's a podcast, remember? Right, okay. We're currently communicating over Skype. Not Skype, sorry. Xbox. And we're talking, and we've got the sound recorders on our laptop and stuff. I'm at Fraser's, okay? So me and Fraser are in the same room. My name is Ezio Auditore Deferenze. What's the I'm an assassin. people is that me, Assassin, my Xbox Live name, has come online. Dun, 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 dun. I'm, I'm looking at it now, I'm, I'm wondering what the fuck is going Probably on. Probably your brother. <laughs> well... <laughs> What is probably this like, magic? Wait a minute. What is this Why magic? Your brother? He's got his own Xbox, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, Comrade Conrad Light. Or LVE, if you will. What if what if he like what if he joins the party and it's just like hello? And we're just like, who is it? It's like, it's me. Jim. We're going to play a little <laughs> game. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to play a game. <laughs> I like to play a game. Oh, oh, oh! Have you seen that scary thing on Facebook? Dean has. You know, it's, your, your mum calls you down from the kitchen. She's like, "Okay, honey, tea's ready." So you come downstairs. You're halfway down the stairs, and then you hear your mum's voice from the bedroom going, "I heard it too. Don't <laughs> listen to it." Which voice do you listen to? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, I've invited him uh, to the party. Oh yeah. Oh, Fraser, you're looking up scary. Fraser's looking up scary stories, people. So we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna tell one. Right, Fraser, you, you, do you want the honors? No, you can. Oh yeah, the guy. I'll, I'll tell you. Tell go on, go for it. I'll tell it. Right. Um, let me just turn the screen around. This is this scary story. <laughs> this scary story is titled Bloody Mary. No. I should get on. <laughs> she lived in a deep forest in a tiny cottage and sold herbal remedies for a living. Folks living in the town nearby called her Bloody Mary and said she was. Wait, a why was witch. she called Bloody Mary? No one dared cross the old. I don't think. Can we just, you know, questions at the end, please? Thank you. Um. No, well, well. no one dared cross the old crone for fear that their crows would go dry. Cows would go dry, not crows. Yeah. Cows? Crops. This is shit. No, cows. It is, isn't crops. Cows would go dry. I think dry. this has already been boxed oh, enough. Yeah. No, come on, shut up. Their food store. I think you just need to stop. Before winter, their children take sick of feet. Right, this guy cannot take. Their children take sick of fever. What? Right, tell you what, Fraser, I'll read fever it out. Are you alright? It's being too warm. Right, James would like to read it out. I don't know why. Right, okay. Right, Bloody Mary. She lived deep in the forest in a tiny cottage and sold herbal remedies for a living. Folks living in the town nearby called her Bloody Mary and said she was a witch. Well, One dead cross the old crone for fear that their cows would go dry, their food stores rot away before winter, that. and their children take sick of fever, or any number of terrible things that an angry witch could do with their neighbours. Yeah. Right. 
Then, yes. the little girls in the village began to disappear, one by one. No one could find out where they had gone. Grief-stricken <laughs> <laughs> families searched the woods, the local buildings, and all the houses and barns. There was no sign of the missing girls. A few brave souls even went to the Bloody Mary's home in the woods to see if the witch had taken the girls, but she denied any knowledge of their disappearances. Still, it was noted that her haggard appearance had changed. She looked younger, more attractive, and the neighbours were suspicious, but they could find no proof that the witch had taken their young ones. <clears throat> then came the night when the daughter of the miller rose from her bed and walked outside, following an enchanting sound no one else could hear. The miller's wife had a toothache and was sitting up in the kitchen treating the tooth with a herbal remedy when her daughter left the house. She screamed for her husband and followed the girl out the door. The miller came running in in his nightshirt. Together they tried to restrain the girl, but she kept breaking away from them and heading out of town. Yeah. The desperate cries of the miller and his wife woke the neighbours. They came to assist the frantic couple. Suddenly, a sharp-eyed farmer gave a shout and pointed towards a strange light at the end. Uh, crazy. Yeah, a strange light at the edge of the woods. A few townsmen followed him out into the field and saw Bloody Mary standing beside a large oak tree, holding a magic wand that was pointed towards the miller's house. She was glowing with an unearthly light as she set her evil spell upon the miller's daughter. Okay. The townsmen grabbed their guns and their pitchforks and ran towards the witch. When she heard the commotion, Bloody Mary broke off her spell and fled into the woods. The far-sighted farmer had loaded his gun with silver bullets in case the witch ever came after his daughter. Now he took aim and shot at her. The bullet hit Bloody Mary in the hip and she fell to the ground. Yeah. The angry townsmen leapt upon her and carried her back into the field, where they built a huge bonfire and burned her at the stake. Yeah. As she burned, Bloody Mary screamed a curse at the villagers. Anyone ever mentioned her name aloud before a mirror, she would send her spirit to revenge herself upon them for her terrible death. When she was dead, the villagers went to the house in the wood and found the unmarked graves of the little girls the witch had murdered. She used their blood to make her young again. From that day to this, mm. anyone foolish enough to chant Bloody Mary's name three times before a darkened mirror will summon the vengeful spirit of the witch. It is said that she will tear their bodies to pieces and rip the souls from their mutilated bodies. See. The souls of these unfortunate ones will burn in torment, as Bloody Mary once was burned, and they will forever be trapped in the mirror. What a lovely story. <laughs> well, that so was scary, I peed myself. Wait, so hold on. If people knew that she was taking all the kids, why didn't they just go and shoot her? To start with. In fact, if they knew she was a witch, why didn't they burn her to the stake, like, at the start? Well, yeah, but either way, she would have screamed a curse at them. Why not blow her head open while, you know, she was on the... Rather than carrying her back and burning her stake, just blow her head open before she can utter the stupid curse. Fools. Bloody Mary. Blurry. Right, you're told this is slut. Go and read it. Right, okay. There's a strange face in the woods outside my window. Mum and Dad won't listen though. It's not my CO before you ask. Right. Little brother hates hearing about it. He thinks it's meant to scare him. Story about the man with no face. That's Rorschach, isn't watches me all hours of night and day. Yeah. <laughs> lies. She says that mum and dad should call in head doctors. It doesn't matter how many times I tell them about him. A man in the dark. No one listens. So yeah. I don't like when mum... Crazy. 
What are you doing? I was, I was in my flow then, and you had to fuck around with it. <laughs> what are you doing? Go! I don't like it, my mum says I have to play outside, because I have to be close to him. He's too tall, he's too thick, like he doesn't eat. A man doesn't move when he watches me. He just makes me cold, makes it so I can't run. I don't like it when he's around and I think I should stay away from the fence. No shit. He has to drag me inside for dinner because I can't stop staring. He's angry at me for being out so late in the cold. Can't you see him? The tall man that is not standing in our yard. After dinner tonight, always making me sit in my room. No TV, because I didn't come when she called. Yeah. I sit at my desk with my homework, trying to finish Nathan shut the fuck up. <laughs> trying to finish it before Dad comes in to check. Yeah. When I see him standing in the yard, the man without a face, hey. the tall man standing too close to my window. He's always there now. Even when I point him out to mum and dad, I don't know why they can't see him. My dreams are full of him now. He's standing in the background as I, as I do real magic for my friends. He stands in my dreams watching. I told him to leave me alone, but only in my dreams. Mum called the doctor today. She says I'm very sick. The doctor sick. said, no more monkeys jumping on the bed. Sorry. She says I'm not eating very much. She tells him of the tall man I see. I don't think it matters anymore. The doctor says I will need to go to the hospital. Says that maybe something is wrong with my brain and I will need scans. Coughing is bad now, it hurts a lot. The tall man is still watching. Mum sits with me in the night time to make sure I'm okay. She asks me why I'm humming and I can't tell her. I don't know the words. I don't even know I was humming. She tucks me in and kisses my head. The tall man isn't outside my window anymore. He hasn't been there for a whole day. He's still in my dreams, his long, long arm reaching for me. Music is loud in my ears. I can see Mum reading to me. Her lips are moving, but the music is so loud. I cough and cough. Lots of blood come up this time. She sits on the end of she my bed. She shits at the end of the bed. Waiting for it to stop, but it doesn't. I wish it would. I thought you said shit. <laughs> I wish it would because. I wish it would because I need to tell her something. The tall man isn't outside the window anymore. The tall man isn't in the yard. He isn't even in the woods. The coughing is too much and I feel like I'm falling asleep. I tried to fight it very hard because I need mum to know. The tall man is in the corner now. He's in my room. Is that the end? Yes. Yes. There's no resolution to that. That was a bit of anti-climax. Yeah. What was that? Guys, guys, do you know who no. it was? It was a slender one. It wasn't an anti-climax. What the fuck? There was no anti-climax. It wasn't like, oh, it just turned out to be some some, some neighbour. <laughs> That's not an anti-climax. <laughs> you don't even know what an anti-climax well, is. Well, it's where it's yeah, built dude, up to be up. a decent ending, but then it's actually shit. And that was pretty shit. Right, okay guys, did you know Cameron's who it was? Yes, it was a Slenderman. Slenderman. Cameron Zinkle. <laughs> <laughs> what, what age is that setting? Because I keep on imagining it, it's like, you know... In some old 18th century house that's like got, you know, candles. I imagine that as well, because you see all the pictures are in like black and white as well, so you kind of imagine it like that, don't you? Hmm. Let's find another one. I've wondered about you. Have you? Where will you be? Probably on Xbox. When this is if all, if all goes as planned, this is a scary story. 
Where are we? Face it, read the title. This is like two pages. Oh, you're not reading another story, are you? No, don't read another one, it's boring. It's well, like story time at primary school. Right, guys, this is a Halloween special. Yeah. Right, well, Dean. Get, get we're first right, to join in on. Dean, Dean, you tell I a story then. Tell a story. Well, just tell us something about your past or some experiences you've had at school. That's sure to terrify them. Uh, yeah, tell us about that priest you had. What? <laughs> <laughs> that priest that used to talk, teach you for like reception in year one. <laughs> James, we went to the same primary school. Teaching things they don't <laughs> teach in the classroom. <laughs> well, Dean, you know, you know, I was a state school. Yeah. Right, like, then why did they go on about religion, Dean? Why did they make us sing <laughs> by art? Are you queer? You know what I'm saying. You're one of those uh, queerosexuals. Queerosexuals. <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. Sorry, that's <laughs> just looking at my face. Oh, Placing well, my active squad. Let me... Fraser wants to tell a story. Hello, guys. Oh, tell oh, them about no. your CO, that's pretty scary. Yeah, yeah, I am telling you about my CO story. One night, without the time. cadets what? camping out in the field. Can I have the story first, please? One time, I was like, cadets. Right, shut up. Right, yeah, shut the fuck up. Shut up! Hang on. One time, I was like, shut <laughs> Actually, shut the fuck up. I'll kick you in a minute. Yeah, but then they probably just talk One over time. you whilst you're recording. Yeah, yeah but I we know that's out. not gonna happen. So, yeah. yeah, but I just talk constantly and give you loads of editing. I'd give you loads of editing to do <laughs> No, it just talk for ages and then it would stop suddenly. And then you'd stop for about five minutes and then just constantly talk again. <laughs> right, okay. One time I was at Cadets on a camp. It was late at night. The moon was full. This is weird. I, I heard a rustling. Did you see her raping your sister? <laughs> you Fuck off. <laughs> no. Robin. No! <laughs> <laughs> Robin Van Persie. Uh, Robin! <laughs> Robin! You molest people! Anyway, I heard, I heard this creepy noise. A Rose creeper! Out. I hid in my sleeping bag. Shut up! It wasn't a creeper! Zombie? <laughs> creepers are creepers are quite An enderman! Wait, an enderman. Yeah, there you go. An enderman, yeah. Whack! <laughs> Do you reckon Endermen are like a little pun of like Slenderman? Yeah, they are. Yeah. I cowered in my sleeping bag, then my tent unzipped itself. And then I was in my pod cowering away. The pod started to unzip, I closed my eyes, and then when I opened them, he was there with his creepy smile! Cryo. Your smile was Cryo it? Bob it was. Crumb. Victor Crumb. It Vum. was. Vum. The clone of Master me. Master Advert. Master Advert. The clone of me. Ma is, Doppelganger. Is. Is. No! He's just masculine. 
Must be Yoda. <laughs> so your CEO is just you in the future. <laughs> Doesn't oh my god, the CEO really is you phrasing yeah. you from the future, you're like... Jim Savile Fiddler. Oh my god, I can't believe my CEO in the future. Uh, you didn't write that story, did you? you know, when I like, held hands oh with girls yeah. and things. That's, that's why when I held hands with girls and stuff, you were going out with like Sarah Mother and Taylor McCoy. You know, you'd be sad, so you'd just be like, yes, yeah, crazy. Yes. I remember those days. <laughs> You're going to play a little game. <laughs> Masia, right? And a paedophile. Right, I'm going to clarify and everything with the viewers here. Listen. Masia, yeah. he's not a pedo. He's a very nice guy. Okay. Guys, I've got a horror yeah. story for you. <laughs> my, friend, my friends just want to, um, like to take the mick out of me for him. Just because I go to get okay. Guys, I've got a horror story for you. Listen to this one. And when he woke up in the morning, she was still in his bed. Oh! <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then she wanted to make him eggs. Oh! And he said, oh, I don't have time. I got a meeting at 1230. And she said, I'll drive you there. Oh! And he said, no, no, it's in my office, it's like a half hour commute. And she said, I don't mind, it's on the way to my kid's preschool. Ah! 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 <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, well, something. Uh, I think it's very weird and very CO-ish.
it was only when the thing got close enough for me to make out a silhouette in the dark that I was frozen still. The thing that crept into my fields from the nearby woods didn't seem to notice me sitting there. It stalked, hunched and deliberate through the field with the posture of a tiptoeing thief. If not for the fact that it must have been towered over to ten feet tall, even in its crouched position, it might have almost seemed frail. The thinness of its arms and legs and the emaciated, caved-in quality of its chest reminded me of a starved animal. Still, this thing was undeniably strong, and I watched it hoist each bale up into its arms with ease and set it down carefully a while away, taking only a few strides to cover the distance. I watched it work, moving each bale thoughtfully. Every once in a while it would straighten up and look around the other bales' positions in the field before adjusting the one it was working on ever so slightly. Before it left, it looked towards the house. I felt its eyes sweep over me in the dark, but whether it saw me or not I couldn't tell. Then it turned silently and crept back the way it came, disappeared into the dark of the woods. It took me an hour before I had the courage to move at all. I went inside after a while but didn't feel sleep that night. It was only when the sun rose that I dared step off my porch into the fields. Hay bales were where it left them. Strangely, didn't move them as far as it had in the previous days. They were approaching something invisible in the fields. As I looked at them, I realised he seemed to be making some line. Indeed, as I walked around the house and saw the distinct circles they formed with me at the centre. At first, I thought the bales were just being haphazardly moved away from the house. But now I could see that they were instead being moved towards some boundary. The thing was sending me a message. I slept uneasily that night. And only because I it? was exhausted. The next morning, no, <laughs> we just randomly stopped. The next morning, the bales hadn't moved at all. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I paused for like a <laughs> second. Let me finish. The next morning, the bales hadn't moved at all. They didn't move at all for the rest of the week. In fact, they were finally where the thing wanted them. I made myself myself sick trying to interpret them. Why would this thing expend so much energy moving my hay bales and threaten me with such violence should I try to interfere? Killing, killing my horses was just that, a threat, an intelligent threat, that. I knew what would, it knew what would scare me, and it knew that I would understand the implications. The sound of a car working its way along the road to my farm one morning gave me a little rush of excitement. I've been planning to abandon the farm since I saw the thing, but I couldn't hope to leave on foot without risking it treating me like it treated my horses. But if I could get in the car with whoever, whomever was coming my way, I might be able to escape before it could stop me. I didn't know or care who it was. I decided that the moment he stopped the car, I would jump in the passenger seat and tell him to get the hell out of here. I didn't get the chance. The car worked its way slowly along the road, trundling across the uneven ground. I urged it silently to hurry. It was when it was passing between the two bales placed on either side of the road that I began to hear a booming clatter from the woods. The thing burst suddenly from between the trees, sprinting on all fours of its terrible gangly limbs towards the car. Within a few seconds it was there, pouncing on the automobile like a predatory cat. Within moments it was picking and peeling the vehicle's steel frame apart, working to get the driver. The man, whoever he was, screamed all the while I could hear him, even over the crunching of metal and the shattering of glass. It was only when the thing crushed him carelessly in his hand that the screaming stopped. It tossed him away and straightened up to look at me once again. In the sunlight, I could see the inhumanity of it. It was composed entirely of something awful, alive, which was lashed together in a messy semblance of a human form. Whatever it was, it looked so polished and hard, 
And if it weren't for the minute writhing of the stuff, I'd think it was made of granite. The thing retreated back into the woods, and I was left to my shock. My eyes wandered to where the car sat, the engine still spluttering between two of the hay bales. Suddenly I understood. The message was clear. I am this thing's captive, and I am not allowed visitors. Nothing may cross the borders it is set. I'm trapped here by the thing that stalks the fields, and it demands nothing except that I never leave. Still, I don't know if I can handle being that thing's canary. I've been thinking hard for the last few days since I saw it crush that man's chest and silence him before he could finish his scream. If I cross the hay bale border, it'd probably do the same to me. It'd smash my skull before I could put my hands up to protect myself. It'd go and find a new pet, and probably keep looking until it found someone who could stand knowing that it was waiting just outside, watching it all hours with its shiny insect eyes. I've been thinking hard for these last few days, and I think I might just make a run for it. There you go. Now you can land blast we with all of your bullshit guys. How much longer can you shove up your bum? Does he not have a phone? Um, to be honest, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm sure there's like... I think he's Slender. He's got to be Slender Man. I don't think it's Slender Man. I think it's something else. Definitely a Slender Man. Yeah, but why would it be Slender Man? Because... Mm. The Maybe the Bigfoot. Long arms exactly. Well, exactly, but it doesn't seem like Slender Man to sort of... Take minus out the car. A minus hoarding. It's thin <laughs> and generally. Lock me, lock me, monster. Guys, I'm sorry, but I don't know. These, these are these these are wild guesses that aren't getting us any closer to a snake. what this monster actually is. A snake. Salazar Slytherin. Exactly. It could be some snake-looking human, human, human. Fraser Seal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not my seal. Guys, I think we found the secret. <laughs> you know what? We have. I, I don't even want to go any more into it. It is definitely a mm. seal. <laughs> no doubt about it. All right. Okay. Right. Case closed. Right. Case closed, people. Wait, was he not going to tell us how we escaped? Guys, do we have anything to talk about? Because Fraser's uh, inclined to end this I don't know, but was that guy like, you know, um, what, what did I just say? I forgot what I just said. Did, did he ever plan to escape? He was planning to escape. Yeah, but like, what it. happened to him? Can you imagine what would happen to all the sea cadets if they tried to make a run for it? That's what happens to me! All the James. cadets would make it. Naomi Ashcroft. She tried to run. James! Um, Hello. Why, why didn't we hear the end of the story? That was the end of the story. I like, make a run for it. It was kind of like a dot dot dot. Yeah, but that's just shit. Either that or Come on, this is scary anti-climax, screwed over sort of story. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even yeah, find yeah, out if sorry, he's like dead or alive now. Your bravado is not wasted on me. You were terrified and you were just trying to cover it all by accusing me of being a shit story. story. You sort of did read as a shit story, though. You were quaking. I don't have any boots. You were too masculine. And I don't even know what Quaker is, except for the brand of oats. <laughs> nah, I've just read the ending phrase and it doesn't look that great. Yeah, read the ending. Wait, so you only told us half a story then? 
<laughs> You're just going all out Mass Effect on us. Yeah. <laughs> That's too big, crazy. We'll go right. Oh right, you weren't laughing at me then. <laughs> I was laughing. I was. I was laughing with you, man. What? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Fraser, this sounds like a sad, scary story. Okay, <laughs> calm. I love you guys. We have to tell stories. <laughs> Read yeah. the story. Which I'm going to get started on after I've had my coffee and breakfast. As an aside, anyone have suggestions for future discussion posts? I haven't created this November one yet, and I'm totally blanking. Send help. Stop. Why don't we tell them about help trying us. to make fee, Nathan? Patrick Helper. Helper. Use Tranny McPhee. This weirdo <laughs> lives in threat. Oh, weirdo um, lives in threat. Have you ever heard of Mad Marge? Oh, God. Mad Marge. Mad Pig. On Kirkham Road. Near Bob's. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, um, she never puts any lights on or anything, and um, we have suspicions that she may be dead. Or a witch, or both. Mm. Or neither. What? Do you, you and the cocky boys just like harass everybody? Well, I've never been out with the cocky boys, so no. <laughs> yeah, because he isn't really a true cocky boy. I'm the new Ryan of the group. That means we all hate you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do hate me, guys. You do hate me. But anyway, so <laughs> who's trying to make food? Mad Mom! Yeah. Right, so how do you know she's dead then? Well, because we like, went around to her house, like, last week or something. On Halloween! Oh, right. Like, last week or something. And then, um... Some... Who's we? Like, me, Joe, Graham, George, and Stuart, and... Ah, that was okay. And, oh, okay. um... Right, okay. Let's go for it. Right, yeah. Anyway, basically, uh, someone threw like a stone at a door or something, and um, it was quite a big bang as well. So then we all kind of just went down the street, and there was no sign of her at all. There was no lights on. Well, maybe she was. It's a really old, decrepit. Yeah, she could be dead. Maybe she was so intimidated by a group of teenage boys throwing rocks at a door that she decided not to come out. I'm pretty sure we knocked as well. Call me crazy, but. <laughs> Why? Why? Why are you? Because we want to see if she's alive or dead, okay? And plus, it's Friday night. We've got nothing to do. Oh, so it's 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 it's, it's a general concern. So you know, you go and check if this is Although a, a stone got stuck in the letterbox, right? And uh, we were on the bus on the way home the next day, or well, on Monday, and the stone had gone. Well, she's probably not. I had the battle of the postman came early in the morning. What with like overdue electricity bills. <laughs> 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 that are ten years overdue. Yeah. Yeah, it's Oh, children in need soon, isn't it? Right, okay, guys, uh, oh. I know it is, it is. Children in need is Sport relief. See, we have we don't care about it as much because well, I'm not a man, I'm a man, but you guys are all kids, so... Oh yeah, we're changing his birthday! Are you a man, or a mouse? I'm a horse. 
I've got my laptop ready. Go away! I don't care if I have low disk space. I don't even know what that um, means. My laptop's frozen, so we may have to do all this again. Your laptop's frozen, so we might have to do this all again. Oh, oh guys, God, I can't I think we should end the recording here, just to be sure. Yeah, but I won't be able to end it, so the recording will just be going on. No, no, it's no, no. It's okay. Right, oh, oh, oh. Yes. Um, thanks for watching, yeah. Watching, listening, guys. Don't forget to subscribe, send your emails to Hidden Reach Mercenaries at gmail.com. And we'll see you in the next podcast. Should be in a minute more. See you later. Have a happy Halloween. Yeah, but this is being released after Halloween. Heard it in the background. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. See you later, guys.